Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. St. Paul told us in the beginning of our second reading, First of all, I ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgiving be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority. Do we believe in the power of prayer? Do we truly believe in the power, in the necessity, in the importance of prayer. One of the biggest obstacles to truly believing in prayer is sometimes we have kind of a a misunderstanding. I think I've said this to you before. Prayer is not about getting God to do what we want Him to do. Prayer is not about changing God, convincing Him that we have a really good idea and He should do it. No, prayer is about changing us. Prayer is about us wanting what God wants. And when we truly come to terms with that, it unlocks the power of prayer. When we sincerely pray, Father, thy will be done. But we are commanded to pray. God wants us to participate. He wants us to actively pray for everyone, that His will would be done in their lives. Because God's will is what is best for every single person. And what is God's will that we hear St. Paul tell us? God wills everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. But God wants to use our prayers to help people come to see that truth. To accept that truth. Because as St. Augustine once said, God created us without us. We had no input in whether or not we were created. But God will not save you without you. It is God's will that we be saved, but we must participate. We must respond. And that's why we need prayer. So that everybody would have that grace and that desire. Notice that St. Paul says he urges prayers and supplications be offered for everyone. This echoes what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount. It's relatively easy for us to pray for the people that we love, to pray for the people that we like, to pray for our family, to pray for our friends. And too often we stop there. But no, St. Paul says pray for everyone. Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And St. Paul explicitly mentions praying for those in authority, regardless of your political position. Do you pray for our president? Do you pray for the governor? Do you pray for the senators and the representatives? Do you pray for those in civil leadership? Regardless of your personal opinions and preferences, do you pray for the Pope? Do you pray for Bishop Vinky? Do you pray for me? 
regardless of our personal opinions regarding who is in authority at a given time, whether in the state or in the church, we are obligated in charity to pray for those in authority because they have been entrusted with a great responsibility and they rely upon our prayers. But to also to pray for everyone in our own lives, in the workplace, in your family, in, in the community, in the parish, especially for those you may struggle with, to pray for them. Because again, prayer is not just about praying for them. It's about praying for ourselves because we don't often like to admit this, but we ourselves are in need of a change of heart. Half of the problem with the person that we're struggling with is me. Because Jesus said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another even as I have loved you. We're called to love everyone in the way that Jesus loves them. And he said, by this will all men know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, that's the test of whether or not we're a true Christian, of whether or not we acknowledge that we are not our own master. This is what Jesus talked about in the gospel. No man can serve two masters. We can't serve God and ourselves. We can't serve God and money. We can't serve God and our opinion or God and our pride. Insert anything that so often gets in the way. Prayer is what helps us truly choose to serve God, to serve Christ. But then we have to do what he commanded us. We have to pray for everyone, especially for those that we struggle with, that we have a hard time loving. Because Jesus is the answer. I mean this literally. Jesus is the answer to every difficulty, to every problem, to every broken relationship, to every tension, every division. Jesus is the answer. Because as he is the one mediator between God and man, he's also the mediator between men. He's the one that came to reconcile us, not only with God, but also with each other, with one another, to forgive, to love, to show compassion, to lay down our life for our friends. Jesus wants to teach us how to love God, and how to love our neighbor as we prayed in the opening prayer. And when we do this, when we pray, when we strive to love God in our neighbor, the result is harmony, is unity, is peace. Because that's what God brings for those who serve Him, for those who love Him. So let's take up this task. Let's intentionally pray frequently, daily, for everyone in our lives, for everyone in our community, in our parish, in our family, our friends, to pray for those who are in authority, to pray that all would come to know the truth, the truth that is Jesus Christ, the truth that he is the only mediator between God and man. And when we come to acknowledge and accept this truth, we receive the salvation that God desires for all.